Sandra. Hi, I'm Carrie. And we are the Screaming Divas. Who are we interviewing today, Carrie? Okay, I'm really excited about this human being, um, Angel Blue. I did not know her, and I was really excited to talk to her because she's been doing some really cool stuff over COVID during COVID time. Faithful and Fridays. Faithful yeah. Fridays. Um, and now I can't remember what it's called with Dallas Opera. What is it called? The Journey. The Journey with Dallas Opera. Um, so not only has she had this really amazing career so far and so young, but she's also, you know, really put some love and joy and happiness out on the internet during COVID, which I really appreciate. Yeah. So check out. It was a really heartfelt, great conversation. And I think all of you are going to take away a lot from this. So check out this clip. I hope that what happens with opera is that we are more just more for each other and more for the art form than we've ever been before. I hope so. Um, I hope, I hope that one day in the future that you and I can have a Disney princess smackdown. You started singing color of the wind and I was like, Oh, I want to sing that. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. So wait, so who is your favorite Disney princess? And um, Sandra. Carrie. I feel like we say this all the time. I don't understand why I have to say this again, but what do I have to say? love all of you and we're sorry we're so annoying <laughs> i think right now i'm a little bit more annoying but maybe i'll stop if y'all subscribe yeah. <laughs> hi Hello, cheers how are you i will thank you cheers to you too as well cheers. yay happy you sunday so, happy sunday you both look so beautiful how are you, you, are you? Good. where are you where you're coming from i'm in new jersey Nice. Yeah. How's it in New Jersey? How is it? Mm -hmm. Cold. It's actually a little cold today, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah I was kind of, I was kind of, I, I had a big thick sweater on when I was running around the house, just kind of doing errands because I was so freezing. And then I thought, oh, I don't want to get on Screaming Divas with this big thing on. So I, I, I put a, another sweater on just to, but it's colorful, but it's quite cold. But for me, it's cold. It's like 60 something, low 60. California girl, right? It, yeah, like, Southern California. For you. <laughs> yes. All the California license plate. Yes. Well, I'm a Florida girl and you're a girl after my own heart because in, Flor in Florida, anytime it hit like 69, everybody brought out their sweaters. Like you thought you were dying. Like it, the world was ending. It was cold. It was horrible. So yes. yeah. Yes, that, that's, about, that's about what it's like for me. I'm like, oh, wait, it's not 75? Okay, here comes my jacket. Oh, man. But you get used to it. I think your body gets acclimated to it. You know, somebody said that your blood gets, I don't know, your blood thins. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well, you're, mar you're married to a techie, too, because my husband I am. is a techie. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, my yeah. husband, is a, he's, a, he's a computer programmer. Yeah. Cool. Very oh, cool. Oh, a super techie. Yes, yes. Like, he, he can take the computer apart and, like, 
do the whole, he's done that to several of my computers, actually. Every time I have a laptop that crashes, mm -hmm. he takes it apart and he can put it back together and program it and all that. I mean, he's really smart. I don't get it at all. Yeah. Well, um, we're opera singers. We shouldn't, you know, we, we sing, we, we sing on stage. Yes. But, um, sing like this out there, but. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about this until the shutdown and then yeah. um, I missed the conversation. So that's why we started this sh these shenanigans. And then I was like, um, babe, I ha how do I do this? And then he was like, well, you need to learn Final Cut Pro. I was like, who do what? What's that? And so then he, <laughs> he pulled it up and I, I was learning and I'm like, this is cool. And so, yeah. um, so I've had so much down fun the rabbit hole down the rabbit hole and people are like, oh, you have somebody that does all that stuff for you. And I'm like, mm -hmm. um, no, I don't. I do this all by myself. Thank you very much. Awesome. You too. So, so how have you been? I mean, six months. Oof. I'm honestly, if, I'm, if I can be really, really honest. Yes. I'm so happy to be at home. Yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> you know, I'm, I really am. I'm having a great time. I, I kind of feel like really excited by the fact that I get to make my own schedule. You know, I get to kind of do whatever I want to do. I mean, I had, this is probably like, I don't know, maybe two months ago now where I had a, a day where I was like, hmm, I don't have anything to do. And Bonnie and Clyde was on with Faye Dunaway and, um, oh. oh, he's very handsome. I forgot his name. Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. Warren and Beatty. Um, Warren Beatty. Thank you. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch old movies today. And that's basically what I did. I came downstairs and made some coffee. I went back upstairs and I had popcorn. I was just watching movies Love all it. day, you Love know? It. And I didn't even, I haven't really been like thinking uh, super hard about music, which is probably not the best thing to do, but I'm having a good time, ladies. I don't know. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm Thank having you. a good time. I mean, yeah, the, the financial side of it. Let's yes. Let's put that aside. But, you know, you're right. It's it's nice to live life. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I, I, um, I, I watched your show. Um, I've been watching your show, but I got caught up on some episodes last okay. night and I, me and my nice um, glass of red wine that my husband bought me, it was really good. Yes. So I got, yes. So I got caught up on it last night and I was um, listening to what you were saying about how last year, Sandra, you were so busy that, you know, you were just kind of like just looking for the, the time to stop and just relax. And, um, I can't imagine with your schedule, you know, just having one thing after the next, after the next, after the next, it's, it's tiresome. So I know for myself, I think I, I was, I was sort of getting to my own breaking point to where I was just like, yeah, you know, this quarantine thing, it, it came at a time when I really needed it. So I've, I've welcomed it. You know, I, I have welcomed it. I do miss my colleagues. I miss seeing people sing and going, going to the opera, but I welcome being at home. It's it's nice. Maybe I'm a little too lazy at home sometimes, but I'm enjoying it. I think we all have been. Yes. And I think we have to give ourselves, cut ourselves a little slack and allow ourselves to have that luxury yeah. right now because there's a lot. I think even when you say you're sitting there watching Bonnie and Clyde, I mean, your, your brain is still processing. It's stuff, true. You know? Yeah. And I think that we're, that's where we are now going okay, wow, I just read something and we're trying to take it all in. And that's what this time is about, I think, is just yeah. really, mm. but you have been singing a bit. Yeah. Sang on the Met Gala, right? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. And you've been doing your, your own show. <laughs> yes. I started a, a talk show. I like to call it a talk show. I mean, I don't know what else to call it. Virtual talk show. I don't know, going live, whatever. Um, called Faithful Friday. My my minor in college 
was broadcast journalism. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love it. I, I, like, I like learning about people and talking to people. Um, I actually have, I like to talk more about other people that I do myself because I, well, my thoughts get, as you'll, as you'll see, you know, my thoughts are like, well, this, then that, then this, but it's better if I, I'm, it's easier for me to ask people questions. But, um, so I started this thing called Faithful Friday and I named it Faithful Friday because Friday is my favorite day of the week. And I wanted to be faithful in doing it consistently. So I was, I was like, consistent Friday? No, Faithful Friday. So I named it Faithful Friday. Oh, I well, thought it was because of your, your father and being- No, <laughs> no, not really. It's just the word faithful just means to be consistent, to be steadfast, to, um, you know, to do it um, all of the time. And so I was just like, okay, Angel, you can do it. And my goal was to do it for 10 weeks, um, 10 Fridays. And I ended up doing it for 12 Fridays. So I was really happy with that, you know? Awesome. Um, and I, I mean, since we're recording this, I would love to have both of you on Faithful Friday if you have the time. That would be an honor, sure. really. Yeah. Are you starting it up again? Because I know you, it, you kind of yes. took a break from it. I took a break and uh, I brought it back. So I have this thing season two, but season two is a lot less, um, I don't want to call it stressful. It's just a lot, maybe I shouldn't even say um, that it's really a season. It's more about just um, me just sort of connecting with the people who I'm really inspired by and uh, people who I think have a lot of just, I don't know, um, motivation and inspiration to give to others, you know? So it's, it's not going to be as, um, I, I think, as intense as the last season. Like this season, I'm planning to do um, some Fridays where I just go live and I just talk to the people who have the, uh, the time to come online. Um, and we just sort of talk about what we've been up to and how we're doing that kind of a thing. So I hope that it keeps the, that it can continue to be on every Friday like I, like I had before. Cool. You know? It's a commitment. Um, it is. it is. It is. Yes. And going live, like we record this because I don't know about Sandra, but for me, like going live scares the living crap out of me. Excuse me. <laughs> <That's fun. laughs> because I don't know, like, uh, I can't control, like I'm a type A, I'm a, I'm a Capricorn. I have to control everything. And so it's part of me that's like, I can't control where the conversation's going to go. And are we going to go somewhere where I don't know if I really want that out in the real world? You know, like, I mean, True. it's, it's right. So yeah. I think you got, I think that's brave. I mean, I, anybody that goes live, like when I watch, um, when Leo Crocetto did it, when uh, Isabel yeah, Leonard, like, I'm like, all you people, uh, you are so great. <laughs> I, well, there's so much going on in the world right now that people have very strong opinions about things. True. And I mean, the, these two are our show and your show, I think is a great place for people to express yeah. their feelings and then tell them, tell us how they're feeling. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I think it's, I really like the, um, I mean, I hate COVID, but I like this time because it's, it's shown so many creative sides of our colleagues, you know, right. and we get to, we do get to hear from everybody and to see what everybody is, <laughs> excuse me, what everybody's thinking, how they're feeling. And, mm -hmm. and I know for those of us who, there's a lot of singers who really do miss work. And um, it's been nice to be able to see that it's not just me that misses it or, you know, it's yes. other people, we all, we have the same feeling. Um, I think that's really important. That's also important for people just to see us as people and not just as performers, you know, right. because they get to see, hey, I have a family, you know, yeah, I know that you see me on stage, but I do have to go home and take care of a kid. I do have to make sure that my husband's needs are tended to. I do have to make yeah. sure that my house is clean, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. I like that about this time. Yeah. 
I, th I think what surprised me was, um, and Sandra knows this, I haven't really talked publicly about it, but I was really burnt out. Like, I mean, burnt out over really thinking about what my next chapter was because I just was, I don't know, I just was over it. I've been doing it a really long time. I didn't understand where the business was going, how it was changing, where do I fit into that? Do I want to fit into that? Um, I've had an amazing ride and I've seen the world, not all of it, but a good part of it and had some amazing friends I've kept over all these years. Um, and so I really was like, eh, I, you know, and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I got ripped off that stage, literally. Like we really just don't come back to the theater. And, um, and over this time, I really, I'm grateful for the time for thoughtfulness, for reflection, for what Sonar and I've done with reaching out to colleagues and talking to them and, and really not fluff, but I really wanted to know these people and know their lives and know where their stories came from. It's so fascinating. Some of them I really want to go back and talk more with. But for me, it was a realization of how much I actually love the gift I was given, how much I think there's more to give in whatever capacity that is and falling back in love with something that um, really has meant a lot to me and has touched my life and moved my life and changed my life. And, um, and I thought I'm not, I, I really am, I'm not done yet. I'm not, I don't know what the next chapter looks like. I mean, listen, my management company just blew up. So, <laughs> um, you know, with Cami going under and we have no idea what the opera world is going to look like when we all come out of it. But um, I just love that I fell in love with it again, whatever that looks like for me. So I think, yeah, it's really reflective time. So I'm great for that. Angel, have you been very reflective too on your career? And I have been, I mean, I, I've been, I think I, for me, I sort of have been feeling like the last, especially the last probably five years um, being married and also having a, a career, having the, the international thing, traveling and stuff. The last five years, I've really wanted to slow down. Um, and, and I suppose that's just because I, I, th I feel like the first, I've only been singing professionally for 11 years, which is actually a good amount of time, mm -hmm. but 11 years, and in that 11 years, I feel like the, the first half of those 11 years were spent just saying yes to everything. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You want me to come here? Yes. Okay, you need me to learn this on the plane? Yes. Okay, I'll do this. Yes. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, um, as, I've, as I'm getting older, I feel like, uh, wait a minute, guy, you got a family now. Uh, wait a minute, you have different responsibilities now. It's not just you being 26, 27 years old with your suitcase running around the world. Mm -hmm. It is you with a whole another, a whole other set of um, responsibilities and priorities, mm -hmm. you know? And I think those, for me, this time, I have reflected, but I think in that reflection, I re I'm understanding what's really important to me, what's vital to my like existence, what's important for my heart, for me to be happy, you know? And, um, and I don't you've know. you've had some great, in, in the last, I would say four or five years of your career, huge debuts. Yes. Big, big role debuts, house yeah. debuts. Yes. And each one has been more successful than the last. Yes, and, thank you. Yeah, I mean, but that's a lot to take in. Yeah. That's it and, and it's it sounds like you saying, Hey, I want to slow down, and you're putting the brakes on it. And when you do that, it's funny how things double. You yeah. Know? People want you even more, you know? Yes. It's fascinating. I mean, if I may share this, when um in 2015 I had my um Metropolitan Opera um audition. And Sandra, you were getting ready to go do Jeopardy. And you came backstage and I, you know, I I 
I don't know that I've actually really been able to say thank you for that, but you were so kind to me and you were so nice. Just, I mean, I'm standing back then. I'm just like, you know, shaking in my, in my heels, shaking in the heels, you know, shaking in the dress, just shake, shake, shake. And I was so nervous and you came to my dressing room. I had passed you in the hall, but you came to the dressing room where I was warming up, knocked on the door, standing there looking so gorgeous and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, you held, held my hands, you know, like my, our hands were like this. And you were like, just have fun enjoy it. They're going to love you. Just have fun and just have fun. Just have fun. And I have to say, I think that was, um, you know, that was just such a, um, a blessing to me because you didn't have to do that. You could have been like, I got to go to Jeopardy. I'm about to sing the three Queens. I have stuff to do. You know what I mean? You couldn't, you didn't have to, to stop and take the time to do that. And I appreciate you for that. And Susan Graham also did the same thing. Um, when I was walking to stage, she was like, go get them, have fun, go kill it, just enjoy it, you know? And I, I think that's really sort of the, I have to say that was the beginning of a lot of auditions for me. Yeah. Had you not done that, maybe I wouldn't have felt that, that kind of like. No, you have it. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean that. Thank I mean you. that because I, I have a lot of grit inside of me, but it's, it's one thing to have it within you, but it's another thing when you when you respect someone, when you admire somebody and they take the time to say to you, you can do this. Yes. You're going to go get them. Well, I'm just saying, I appreciate you. No, Thank you. and listen, it's, it's tough. It's difficult. We, we just talked with Golda Schultz. Yeah. And, you know, she had a very similar journey. But I think that you are the future yeah. Thank of, you. of our business. Mm-hmm. And if we don't embrace and lift up the future of opera, where is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? And we have to hug you and say, you can do this. You are good enough. You're strong enough. And look, look what happened. But you have it inside of yourself. It's just sometimes it's hard to, to look at it this way, you know, and yeah, say, sure. I can do this because looking in the mirror is, is difficult sometimes. So, yeah. but where, where is the world of opera going now? Where do you think? What, how how do we have to change? I mean, talking about reflective times. I I don't know. I hope that we're. I hope that we take this time to really, under to, to understand or to really. Be honest with how much we miss each other, at the theater. Yeah. You know, um, I hope that yeah. opera. I hope this all of this virtual stuff. I love it. Personally, I like singing from my home. I like getting ready <laughs> in my in my bathroom and then just coming downstairs <laughs> and turning on the camera and just being right there. You know, I like that. That's fun to me. Um, I hope that that's included in the future of opera. I hope that now that we are more, I don't know. I hope that we come back with with more of a zest and more of a love for what we do. You know, um, I hope the audience comes back with more of of a love and and gratitude. I know I I feel a lot of gratitude. Um, right now, because I, I sang this week with Cincinnati Symphony, and not having done this for six months, wow, that was wild, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, do I know how to breathe? Wait, is this, do I know how to sing? Am yeah. I a singer? I am a singer, okay. You know, it, it was, it, it, yeah, but it was, it, it was weird, because I've been, I haven't been singing consistently like that, so, you know, but I hope that, I hope that what happens with opera is that we are more, just more for each other and more for the art form than we've ever been before. I hope so. 
Um, I hope I hope that one day in the future that you and I can have a Disney Princess Smackdown. <laughs> <That'd> be- <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. You started started singing Color of the Wind, and I was like, oh, I want to sing that. Can we have a duet version of that? I love that. That's hilarious. So wait, so who is your favorite Disney princess? All of them. I mean, I learned, like, I mean, I grew up in Florida, so Disney was, you know, a huge part of my life. And I sang all the songs all the time in the songbooks and I played piano and my mom would buy the songbooks. I mean, you name it, like I could sit and play everything so much so that my sister would come out and start yelling like, I have had enough of that, stop playing. And um, and so then I was always trying to mimic, like I could mimic the princesses and sing them in their voices. And so it was just always really fun. But I, I have found learning about you fascinating because of the, the vocal range that you have from singing something like that. There was a song you sang in a church, I think for BBC. And when I'm listening to you sing this, I'm hearing Whitney, I'm hearing Sandy Patty, I'm hearing like there are all these like, you know, and I'm like, oh, did she go listening to that? Because there, I mean, so anyway, you do that. And plus you're like this amazing opera star. So I was like, oh, I, this would be so fun to go into karaoke with you that would be awesome. and have a great time. <laughs> so like, I can't believe you just, I love Whitney Houston. I love opera. I love Disney, but Sandy Patty, oh. totally different. To- like whole other level for me. Yeah. Whole, like if I, if I ever met Sandy Patty, I would lose my, I don't know what I would, I probably, I just need to not meet her. I need to stay away from Sandy Patty. <laughs> you would totally fangirl. I love, I love her. I've listened to, I mean, forever. She's forever. been my, my favorite. I actually sing her version, her rendition of the Star Spangled Banner and Amazing Grace. I've been doing that since I was like, at probably like 12. Love, love, love. Yeah. I love so Sandy Patty. You sang when you were from like little, little kid, right? Because of yes. your, your, your whole family is very musical? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So- I started voice lessons when I was six years old. Yeah. In LA. And I lived in Apple Valley, yeah. But we're about an hour and a half, two hours from LA. So opera, how did that happen? Well, that happened because my dad, my, my, my dad went to, um, I think now it's called Cleveland Conservatory of Music, but when he went there, it was called Cleveland Institute of Music. And uh, he studied classical voice. So he, I mean, he grew up listening to like Mario Lanza and Caruso and his dad, my grandfather was a coal miner, but he liked opera. He liked classical music. So that's where my dad got his love from, uh, for cool. opera from. Yeah. And so I, I always heard classical music. I mean, gosh, I can't remember. I really can't remember not knowing about opera or not hearing a symphony being played or something at, at, at home. I mean, they played everything. My mom and dad played all kinds of music, but for sure, opera was something that came from my dad because he loved it so much. And he was a great singer. He was really good. I read that. Yeah, we both read that. That's so great. What I find fascinating was about the Christian faith and Judaism. So, (laughs) yeah, I did my homework. I did my homework. Um, So, I wanted to know how did that, did you grow up in both faiths or did you learn about both faiths or was it primarily a Christian based faith? So it's basically, I mean, judging by my, my own belief, my own belief, I'm just, I just call myself a believer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't really get into like, you know, very like, I don't know, dogmatic. I wasn't raised like that either. So that's okay. kind of helpful. Um, 
so basically my dad studied voice. He was a gospel singer. That's pretty much how he, how he earned his living was singing gospel and preaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so Friday night would happen and we would do this thing called, uh, we would have a Shabbos. We'd have a Shabbat dinner. Mm-hmm. And so we, my mom would light the candles. We, she'd sing, you know, Baruch mm-hmm. she'd sing the thing. And uh, we'd have our uh, blessing over the, what do you call it? The matzah. And then the wine. I mean, we were always drinking grape juice. It was never wine. And then, um, then we just, that would be like our Friday night. Saturday morning, we went to a messianic synagogue. So it wasn't actually like a, sometimes we would go to a reform synagogue, but it was just a basically Christ-based synagogue, if that makes sense. And I know a lot of people have issues with that, which is one of the reasons why I don't talk about it a lot, because, you know, people can get really weird about stuff. If you want to make somebody uncomfortable, start talking about God, seriously. Oh, for real. It's how you feel and it's what you believe. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's true. So on Saturday, that's what we would do. We go to this, um, this, the place was called uh, Mishpachat Hanesharim, which means family uh, gather, wait, what was it? Family of Eagles. Um, and then, you know, we'd have after, after that on Saturday, we'd have like a big, uh, like a big dinner. Then Sunday we'd go to church Sunday morning and Sunday night. So my weekend was just, it was just a big, um, I mean, for some people that's probably like religion overload, but it never felt like that growing up. I think that's one of the reasons why today I still follow it. You know, my, my dad summed it up though really well. Cause I remember one time he got into this very, um, he was a, wonderful man. He was like, he could do so many things. He was a Hebrew scholar. He, uh, he had a Hebrew class that he taught at this place called Promise Christian University. Um, so he taught uh, biblical Hebrew and then, you know, and he was a pastor. So it was just, he sort of just merged the two together and that's how I was raised. But I, I want to, I say all of that because all of that whole, like people can get really excited. Well, how can you be a Christian and also follow the Jewish thing? You know, how do you do that? You know, but it's this way. And this is what my dad said. When I do good, I feel good. Yeah. When I do bad, I feel bad. My, my job is to treat everybody the way that I want to be treated. To love God and to do right by others. Simple yeah. as that. I love that. Yeah. Good parents. Uh, no, I, I found, yeah, great parents. I found it fascinating. Um, I was raised in a very religious household, but when I was uh, old enough to start really kind of figuring it out for myself, I asked a ton of questions. And my parents were awesome and said, well, why don't you learn about that? Why don't you learn about Catholicism? Why don't you learn about um, the Jewish faith and so forth and the Quran and stuff? And, and I love that because it gave me more information to make a decision for myself. And then as I've grown up and traveled the world and talked to so many people about it, um, because those that want to have a conversation, it really can be quite fascinating. And um, yeah, so, sure. yeah, so thanks for talking about it. I, I thought that was actually kind of cool. So Thanks for asking me about sure. it. Sure. <laughs> Um, all right. So what's it like? Uh, I read that you're a mama. It's a stepmom or what do you call it? You're a stepmom. A step-mom. Yes. Yeah, a stepmom. And, um, and I was just curious how COVID has been with that. I mean, um, has it, has it been stressful? I mean, some of my mom friends, uh, are some have a good, are having a hard time. Some are okay. I mean, what's going on? How are you dealing with all that? Yeah, are you homeschooling too? Yeah, yeah we're, home, we're homeschooling, um, doing the uh, virtual school thing. Uh, the first thing is my stepson is super smart, so we don't really have a whole lot to do with his um, with his schooling. I mean, he's he's really smart. The other what word did he say the other day? Adam, are you there? What is it called? Email. I can't say that word. What is it? 
amalgamation. My husband's just over there. Amalgamation. Hi, Adam. Hey, husband. They say hi, Adam. He says hello. Um, amalgamation. And I was like, what did you just say? And he's like, oh, I was. Yeah. The, the, yes. It's like a, a joining of everything. It's, it's like the, the combination of everything. Yes, the that and he was talking. I forgot what it was he was speaking of, but he, I, we were driving, and I said, I said I have no idea what that is, and so he starts explaining it to me, and I'm just like, this kid is like, I gotta like, do his own his homework for myself so that I can understand what he's saying. So with with schooling, we're really blessed because Dean is so smart. He's only nine years old. He's in the fourth grade, but I mean, he's great. You know, when I met him, when I became a stepmom, he was four, and I when I when I met him, he was already like sounding out words and reading you know yeah. and so i feel like as his as his stepmom I'm, i mean i don't have maybe i have a little bit to do with it but he's so so smart so it, it helps with um with his schooling um being this time at covid uh being at home for these six months that we've been together in lockdown i've loved it but that's because i haven't been home for the last five years you know really i mean i'd be home for like two months and then i'd be gone for a month and i'd be home for three months and i'd be gone for two months so this has been great um i enjoy it a lot and i like being a stepmom too i mean it's not i mean it's definitely like being thrown in like if you can think of a pool like an olympic sized pool (laughs) and there's like the deep end it's like somebody being like hey come here come here i want to show you something they push you into the deep end and they're like i hope you learn how to swim you know that's kind of what it's like sink or swim sink or swim but i mean it's been still working yes yes he's been working this whole time which is awesome for us um and he's um He's actually just been doing a lot of like, um, what do you call that? Been doing a lot of sprint work with his with his team that he works with on. Um, sorry, one second. Yes. What? Tell me. Tell me. Sorry, my husband. Okay, that's right. I, he always tells me to tell people that he's always worked from home. I forget that because he has always yeah, yeah, worked yeah. from home. So. Um, assume that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's always worked from home, so it's been awesome. To um, I have to keep myself busy, those otherwise I'll bother him while he's working. And I'm, you know, I'll bring yes. the, the chair in and sit next to his uh, computer. Yeah. And I'm like, so, you know, what are you doing today? Are you gonna? Uh-huh. He's like, babe, I'm trying to, and he's like trying to program and code. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you want me to help you? <laughs> I can't help him. You know, I'm They're like, no, no, my husband now we've moved because we were in a little one bedroom apartment and now both of us are home. Yes. He was going to an office. He traveled with me for years because he could work from anywhere. But then, what? Long story, whatever. Um, yes. But now we were in this little apartment. We finally moved to the house, and he's so excited that he his office is on one side of the house and my office is on the other, so he doesn't have to hear me yakking all day That's- while he's trying to work. <laughs> That's awesome. I did call you a teenage girl the other day. I um, I'm like, why do you have to be? Why? Why are you judging me? I love to talk. Yeah. So when it, when is your next official job back i know you were just in cincinnati you said but yes um my next official opera is supposed to be um san diego opera and that's supposed to be in uh i think it's it's the middle of october the end of october or when the shows are supposed to happen um you know yeah yeah i i'm i'm nervous because i i don't think that because my thing is i follow the science and I've been following the science through the, from the beginning. Right. And there's a part of me that thinks, okay, if we haven't come to a real conclusion as to how to really keep everybody safe, not just as singers, but mm-hmm. everyone, the orchestra, the conductor, the 
uh, the stagehands, the everyone, mm-hmm. um, then as much as I want to go back to the stage, I still feel like maybe that's a risk, you know, the traveling. I don't know. Sandra, you, you traveled recently, no? Yeah, I was in Spain and okay. I'm going back to Spain in two days. Okay. So okay. yeah, here in Canada, you have to self-quarantine after you come back from just about anywhere else in the world. So okay. I went over, sang one concert and it is different over in Europe. We had all the protective measures. We only had an audience of 60 people because the, you know, safety measures. And now I'm going back to Barcelona, Madrid, and they're being very, very cautious. We have to get tested every day in Barcelona as you walk in the theater. Yeah. You have to come with a negative COVID test within five days. My husband can't go in the theater. I mean, it's, it's being very, they're being very cautious, but that said, that's good. You have to weigh, I mean, Carrie and I have had this discussion endlessly. You have to see how comfortable you are and if you're comfortable with it or if you're not comfortable with it, but you have to be cautious and wear a mask. And we as singers, we understand that because when we travel, we've already done that our whole lives, right? (laughs) Yes. But it's the people that we deal with. If they're not being cautious, then you know what? My husband said, Sandra, I give you the permission. If you're not comfortable, we go home. Yeah. And to have that, that flexibility and freedom that if you're not feeling comfortable, then you know what? Your health is more important. Everyone's health is more important. I think than than any of this, but that's my rant. Is San Diego still going forward with it? So yes, they're going forward because it's going to be um, a socially distanced outside sort of drive-in opera. Cool. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's, I think that that's a brilliant idea. Um, Actually, it's interesting because my husband and I had the same conversation where he was saying, you know, we've, we, I mean, I I work because I want to work, Mm -hmm. uh, but we've always lived off of Adam's income. And that's been a really big blessing for, for me, um, especially when there's, when there's times where I just don't want to travel, you know? Um, but I, I, he was saying the same thing because I'm very, I mean, let's put it this way. I didn't go to the store, the supermarket for two and a half months. Um, I didn't go, you know, he would, he would go. And when he came home, maybe this is TMI on Screaming Demons. I hope it's not, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> he would go to the store and Dean and I would be home and I would make Dean go upstairs when Adam came home, Adam would have to basically take all of his clothes off at the door and you know, he'd be in his boxers and I would take his clothes. I'd have my hands covered with um, the plastic bags Mm -hmm. and I'd pick up his clothes and put them right into the wash because you just, we you didn't know. know. And I was like yeah, you, I mean, we were reading the science and it, it, nobody had said yet that it wasn't right. on our clothes or on our hair right. or anything. And so nobody knew what was going on. And I mean, I, I'm not, I don't want to get this and, and I didn't want to give it to him. And so we were really careful with, and then you only one person was allowed in the store. So we were just super careful with everything. Plus we lived in a condo building at the time where you're surrounded by people and elevators yeah. and the whole thing. And, um, so I, I just have kept watching the science. And even if like you called me and said, hey, listen, I don't want to go to San Diego. Will you go with me? I'd have a moment of pause because how am I getting there? Um, what are the precautions? I want to know. My type A personality wants to know the protocol. What are the rules? And then, okay, I'm cool with that as long as everybody else follows the rules. Right. Um, and I, I mean, right now, my husband and I were just talking about flying to my nieces. Um, she's graduating with her RN degree, which is really exciting in December. 
And um, we were talking about how to get there. And I was like, I'd rather just road trip it. And, um, and he's like, Carrie, that is 28 hours. Are you insane? <laughs> I, I drove to Cincinnati. I got back yesterday. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, we drove. We drove. Yeah. It was 10 hours. We drove. Okay. So we then drove. I mean, yeah. would, would you, would you drive your butt all the way to San Diego though? I, I would. I mean, I, I, I would only because I mean, I'm real, I'm real American. Okay. I'm real <laughs> American in that. I have no problem getting in a, in a Winnebago camper and Me just from here to there, I will get a rest stop. I will find a, a KO, a campground and whatever I need to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of grew up like that with my dad being a pastor, you know, we travel around oh, ourselves. Right. But I don't, I don't mind that. I mean, that's, you know, my husband was like, that's a five day trip. And I'm like, well, let's, we got five days. <laughs> and, it's fun. and all, all the rental companies are like, please take our cars. So, <laughs> but, but I am not emptying the toilet. I'm sorry. Somebody no. else is doing that. I'll pay somebody. I'm not doing that. That's um, a blue okay. job. Okay, that's but a if, blue job. If you get in an RV and drive your butt to San Diego, I want to talk to you screaming divas like on your way over there. That's hilarious. I, I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I'm thinking. But the, the weird thing is, though, San Diego actually is approaching, I think, on Tuesday. They're going to decide whether or not it's become a purple, I think it's called Purple right. State or something. Yes. Yeah. Because it had so much, uh, it means it's like the highest, um, uh, the most dangerous, um, what is it yeah. called? place yeah, yeah, to yeah. be with with covid um, well my brother lives there and i was just talking to him yesterday and he said it's because the university um has 600 students that are now diagnosed with covid you know because all these i don't blame them these young i mean i remember what it was like to go to college and lose your mind and have a good time and you're <laughs> you were cooped up all summer and so now all of a sudden you're just whooped whooping it up but um, I but he said that they are they're talking about that in San Diego. People that live there are losing their minds because they're like, why you're punishing everyone for a university that couldn't get their poop in a group, as Sandra says, and figure out how to get these kids not to pass COVID around. So that yeah, he's he's mad too because it affects his business and his yeah. job and livelihood. And so yeah, so hopefully they can okay. figure out a way to get San Diego moving so um so you can go so. But if not, yeah. you know, you'll, you'll have the job and you have the live met HD. Yeah. I'm excited for, about that. That's awesome. It's December 19. Yeah. That's, that's wild. I, I kind of haven't been thinking about it as much as I probably Sorry. should just because I, when I think about it, like, I'm not going to lie. When I look at the list of people singing, I'm like, God, my name is there. That's crazy. And I can't, Stop. I keep going back to the, to the website and I'm like, my name is still there. It's still, still <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't fired me yet. Where are you going to do it? Where are yeah. you get to go like to the Met Opera House and do it? That'd be so cool. I would love to do it there. I personally would, I, I'm a nerd. Like I said, very American. I would love to do it in front of like the Statue of Liberty, but it's going to yeah. be December. It'll be cold. So, you know, I imagine, uh, yeah. and that's probably really too like Americana crazy or whatever, but I, 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 I have it. absolutely no idea actually. I think to, <laughs> some designer needs to make some like awesome coat and you need to get in that coat and stand in front of that lady and do it. <laughs> I would love that. I mean, that's kind of just, I don't know. I I'm, I'm weird like that. I like, I love monuments. You know, I've always been yeah. a fan of like, even actually when we drove from uh, Cincinnati, we stopped at this place and it was talking about, um, I guess uh, people like the, I don't know, I'll, I'll call them the settlers. It was a, at a rest stop and they had a little poster and a plaque of people that came through Ohio going out West. And I stood there and read it with my mask on, you know, cause I found it fascinating. <laughs> That's cool. That's American, cool. There, there's so much about America that is, 
people don't know. There's so much history there. I, I love it too. I think, and that five day road trip. Wow. That'd be cool. You could, you could really learn a lot. You should, you know what? Film is you're going out. Yeah. And yeah, that would be cool. A little show and yeah. yeah. Angel so blue I, on the road. <laughs> I want to backtrack a little bit because I met you when you were a young yes. artist in Los yes. Angeles. Uncovering a little bit here. <laughs> but, um, you, we, we did a masterclass and I remember you saying, then and I thought the minute you open your mouth, I thought, this girl, she's got a special talent. Thank you. And I want to know that journey for you from the young artist to where you are now. Mm -hmm. What did it take? What kind of difficulties did you encounter or great joys did you encounter? I mean, what was that journey like? Because there's a lot of young kids out there yeah. that are looking for that journey too. Well, um, First of all, thank you for asking me that question and asking it like that. I, I don't get asked that a lot about like the trajectory of going from the Young Artist Program to till now. Um, oftentimes, and it, maybe this is, it's true. So I'm just going to say it. And most of the time it's, I met you when you were a young artist and let's keep you there. Mm. Instead of, and I, I appreciate you bringing me from 2008 to 2020. Um, Hmm. The, I, I, I've had a, I don't know, Sandra, I, I, um, I remember, um, I remember the masterclass. I remember you telling me to smile when I'm singing, which is here so that I wouldn't lose my position. Mm -hmm. I, th I think about that all the time. I thought about it when I was doing Knoxville last week. Like, cause I do this thing where I get like really serious. Yeah, you get you know? serious and then you drop the position. Yes. And I'm like, you know, and now maybe, I, I don't know, maybe now I'm constantly um, I don't know, maybe now I'm smiling all the time. I don't know, but I, I am happy. But I remember the masterclass. I remember you telling me to um, have fun in the coloratura section and not to be, so it was, it was Qui La Voce that I sang. And I remember you saying that. I remember sitting at, uh, it wasn't Kendall's, it was the other uh, restaurant. I don't remember the, the other oh, the restaurant. the Mexican restaurant. The Mexican restaurant, yes. Oh, it yeah. was so delicious. And you took uh, me and Danielle, uh, Danielle Walker, I believe Renita Miller as well. Some yeah. of us girls, we were doing Swear Angelica. Swear Angelica cast. Yes, yeah. and, and you bought us necklaces and bracelets. And yes, okay, oh. yes. <laughs> Sandra bought us necklace, necklaces and bracelets. And she brought it into... Um, into one of our uh, performances and was like, pick what you want. And, um, oh, she's a good egg. Yes, I'm, I'm going to get to the question. I just have to say that because that's something that I remember, you know, that stands out a lot to me. Um, and I just remember sitting across from you and Duncan at this restaurant and you guys just being so open about everything, about what it's like to be married and, and be in the profession. And what's really weird is I remember you saying that Duncan was, a, uh, was a, a, an IT guy. And I remember thinking, gosh, it'd be great to marry an IT guy. And now I'm married <laughs> to an IT guy. So, <laughs> so, you know, that's We're kind of cool. Comes around, right? Yes. Yeah. So from that point to, yeah. and, I, and I, I guess I say all of that to just really say thank you again. Oh. You know, um, I, I, I did a conversation with Opera America last year and uh, I, I, I told them, I said, I can count on one hand how many professional opera singers actually reached out to me and were like kind and nice and like encouraging. And the first name I said was you, 
with Sandra. Oh, thank you. So from that time to today, I suppose what I've done is I've taken all of the stuff that I heard when I was a young artist, the good and the bad. And I've, I've, I, it's been hard because I've had to process it. Um, and some things I've processed and I've kept with me and I'm like, okay, that was good information. That was something that's gonna fuel the fire for you to keep going. And there are other things that I was told where I was like, that was meant to bring you down. That was meant to tear down your spirit. That was meant to, to, to discourage you. So what you do is you take that, remember it only because you're going to use it to help yourself go up. Yeah. That's been the last 11 years for me. It's really just been, um, you know, the obstacles have been the, the sacrifice that opera singers have to, those of us who, who desire an international career, I understand that everybody doesn't want that, you know, um, but for those of us who do desire that, there's a great deal of sacrifice that goes into it. You know, I have girlfriends who are, you know, their, their kids are like 10 years old. You know, they had their kids when they were 25, 26. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm still waiting to have mine, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I have friends who are celebrating their 10th or 11th year of, of being married or, or even longer. And, you know, I only got married, um, we're in our fifth year of marriage now. So, I mean, those, those kinds of sacrifices, those things that go into the career, those are the things I suppose that I've been, been the, the heaviest, I suppose, on my mind, on my heart, mm -hmm. this last, the last 11 years. I mean, of course, I could easily talk about, you know, the auditions, the failed auditions. I call them failed auditions because that's how I saw them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's how I treated them was, oh, I went and I sang for this person and they were like, uh, why are you singing? Why are you? I actually had somebody say this to me overseas. What are you doing here? <laughs> why are you here? Why are you here? Were his exact words to me. What are you doing here? That's heavy. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Rude and rude. Quite rude. Quite rude. But you know, I hope that in this time of COVID, where all of these theaters are um, going through this as we are as well, all these theaters are going through this thing of, you know, please give to us, please donate, you know, keep us open. I hope that this is a time of humility for a lot of people, a time to realize that it's not, it's, it's not just, you know, it matters how we treat each other. Yeah. You know, it really does. And it matters how we treat people who come in for auditions. All of that will be, um, we reap what we sow. Yeah. So, and I'm not, I'm, please don't think I'm suggesting that, that COVID has happened because of, no, oh, audition. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that at all, but I am saying, you know, but I am saying that, that we do, it matters how we treat people. And, um, True some of these, come are, out during, yes, during, yes. During yeah. I don't know, maybe I should stop crisis. talking. Cause I don't know if I'm actually answering. No, you're making a lot. You are. This is, a, it's a great story because you are here. You were, I met you, you were a young artist in, in LA and now you're going to be on one of the live recitals, solo recitals at the Metropolitan Opera. It's and huge. What a huge trajectory. And that's a lot to take in. in, a, in yeah. a, okay, 11 years sounds like it's a long time. But in an operatic career, to go <laughs> no. from zero to 60 in 11 years is a pretty fast trajectory. Yeah. And there had to have been some great, amazing moments in the middle of that too for you, I'm sure. Yeah, there were. I think most of the, the best moment I can think of is probably when I, when I gave myself permission to like my voice. Mm. I know that sounds really weird. Yeah. I did that about seven years ago um, on my 30th birthday. I was like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be really happy 
about my voice. I'm going to like my voice. I'm not going to, you know, whatever somebody says to me about my voice, if it's constructive criticism, I'll take it and I'll use it to make myself better. If it's negative, I'll take it and I'll use it to make myself better. Mm -hmm. um, I did do that about, about seven years ago. I really started to give myself really working on myself. That's probably been the best thing that's come from getting to where I am today. It, it's weird because yeah, 11 years, it doesn't sound, it's long, but it's not so long. Mm -hmm. But in that time, I've lost my dad. I've lost my, both of my, both of my grandmothers, both mm -hmm. of them. Wow. I, that just kind of hit me right now. I've lost both of my grandmothers. Um, a lot of things have happened. I, I, I lived in Europe, moved back to the United States, went back to Europe. Um, you know, I've had, I don't even know, I think it's kind of ridiculous to say, but it's true. I've had like four managers, <laughs> like what, you know, and that's crazy. And that's, that's not because, you know, I don't get along with people, but it's, um, it's, it's actually the opposite where it's just, you know, you have to see eye to eye, you know, how can two walk together except they be agreed. Right. And if they're not agreed, then that's going to be difficult. Um, I've also gotten married in that time. I've become a stepmom in that time, you know, with per oh, house and all of the stuff that comes with, uh, with life. Um, also I'm, you know, a, a growing woman who is experiencing my body doing all of these changes and mm -hmm. making sure that I go to the doctor and I'm not, you know, my mom's like, you know, you're almost 40 and you know, when you turn 40, you got to make sure that you do this and that you do that. Make Aww. sure you got to eat right angel. You know I mean? All of this stuff, <laughs> yes. yes. All of this stuff has happened. Um, but honestly, though, I think all of those things, uh, that's life, right? Yeah. Those are, and that's, that's what we need life experience to really not just be a good artist, but also what helps us to be a good person, I think. I don't yeah. know. I love that because I think, um, I think there's, uh, I love the stories of singers, of actors, of whatever, dancers, musicians, famous people, because it's really interesting, their journeys. And everyone has had their own road and their own path. And it's never been easy for any of them. I mean, there's always, because so, like, if I've looked at your career, I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this, she's so talented and she's flying and doing all of these wonderful things. But to know the other side of that story is, makes a whole package. And I find that as opera singers, we're not always talking about that other side of the story, about life, about, because everything on social media is always just so, oh, everything's fabulous and awesome all the time. And uh, I love this time of COVID because I feel like there is more truth, there's more humanity, there's more realness and honesty in our lives outside of the sparkly gowns and um, tiaras that sometimes we get to wear. So you do. Um, yeah. I, yes, girl. I love my tiaras and I have wanted to steal them. And Sandra does steal things from the opera houses. <laughs> Where is that from? Big um, house. The, sorry, we're the Metropolitan <laughs> Opera. <laughs> this is my Queen Elizabeth ring from Roberto Devereux. Oh, and that's awesome. Looking for it. It's not here. <laughs> I listen I asked the heads of two opera companies can I please have this jewelry and both of them said Carrie if that is not on the truck going back to wherever it is we know where we're coming to get it <laughs> where's that from remember this this is from Swan that's from Swarangelica oh my gosh she's a klepto angel she's a klepto <laughs> do they wait but do they know that you had do they know that you took it 
<laughs> I just gonna put that right back there. Yeah. Okay, that's so, great. Okay, tell me this. Um, which this is actually from my husband because my husband asked me today, "Hey, who are you? Who are you talking to?" And I said your name, and he said, "Have I met her?" And I said, "No, you haven't." And he goes, "Well, can you ask her this?" And I was like, "What?" Because he's never ever done this. Before. No. Her name is so cool. Is that name your birth name, Angel Blue, or is that a different, or did you come up with that, like your singer name? Wow, thank you for that question. I, I, that's my birth name. And that's because my mom wanted to, oh dear, my light just went out. Oops. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> my, that's okay. That's okay. My light just, I hit it. My, it, it doesn't need to be on. It's fine, babe, if it's off. If it's off. My husband comes to the rescue. He's so wonderful. Uh, he's he your techie too? He's my techie. He knows I don't know what I'm doing ever. So he helps me with everything. Um, my, my mom wanted to name me Tiffany. And yeah, she wanted me to be Tiffany because I don't know what, what her reason was, but she was saying that she liked the name or something. And my dad, this is kind of funny. My dad said that when my mom was carrying me, he would like look up into the clouds and he would see like angels' wings. Uh, he said one time he was sitting on the side of his bed and that it looked like an angel like had gone around the corner and uh he said no sylvia her name has to be angel it has to be she her name has to be angel and she's going to be the joy of my life <gasps> so my name is angel joy blue Aww. that is an awesome name yeah. i can't wait to tell him the whole name he's gonna love that yeah <laughs> thank you mm -hmm. thank you yeah beautiful yeah I miss my dad miss him a lot i think uh, about him all the time you know you know all of us have lost. I lost my dad. Is it four years now? Four years now? Oh four years ago from a hit and run uh, drunk driver. Oh my god! Um, it was awful. And uh, Sandra lost her dad when she was. How old were you? Seventeen. Oh my gosh! I I'm found so my sorry. Dead. Yeah. Really? Yeah, at the age of fifty-four. So you know, it's amazing how it impacts our lives. But yeah. it, I think, losing my father made me the performer and the artist that I am now. Mm -hmm. It was that immense grief and sadness that I, it's that well of emotions that I always kind of dip into uh, for these roles, like, like Tosca, yeah. like Trovatore, you know, Suar Angelica, and you use that moment. And yeah. William Friedkin, Billy Friedkin actually yeah. said that to me. He came up to me right before I sang Sense of Mom and he said, Think your dad and I'm like yeah. but you yeah. know it makes us it makes us I'm emotional today it makes us the artists that we are you know and it makes us that much more honest and real and sincere and how old was your father Angel? Um, my dad was young he was 60 I, I think he was 66 I want to say he was 66 because let's see here what is this 2020 yeah he was 66 um, and it was totally, totally um, unexpected, completely unexpected. We, I mean, he was, you know, he was fine. The thing is, my dad was from Alabama and grew up in West Virginia and then Ohio. So he liked, like, he, he didn't really care about what he, what he ate. I mean, he, wasn't, he was never fat and overweight or anything like that. He was never just, you know, carrying excessive fat or anything like that. But he ate a lot of, like, you know, fried foods and... Um, I don't know. My mom, my mom is funny because today she'll be like, you know, you, you want to learn from dad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and that's, you know, it's true. I do. I do. I mean, I respect my father so much. He's been passed away for 14 years this year. It'll be 14 years. Um, but I, I do, I think he would want me to learn from him. Like, don't, don't do what I did. 
And he used to always tell me, he would always say, Angel, you should go further than I did. You should go further than, than me. All y'all, he would always say, all y'all should go further than I did. You don't have to make the same mistakes that I did. And I think, you know, his, it just caught up with him, his, the way he would eat. And he didn't always want to go to the doctor and that kind of a thing. So uh, in 2004, he was uh, diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Okay. And he had a lower body amputation of his small toe on his left foot. And um, then he was getting better, but then he had to have triple bypass surgery on his heart. Um, and then after that, he was getting better, getting better. But then 2006 happened. It just, it literally was just, he was ministering all the time and just constantly going, going, going. Maybe that's another reason why I'm, I'm thankful for this time mm -hmm. because my dad was just, he was, he was always ready for people. You know, he was, he was really what, um, really what I think the definition of a pastor is supposed to be because he was always ready to give of himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, your turn now. Yeah, but it, it led to, you know, I think it led to him not being as rested, not being as healthy as he, as he um, could have been, should have been, whatever. But I will say this, there's one great thing that I, that I like about, um, that brings a smile to my face. I was singing in Germany in 2015, and um, I, was, uh, I, I was getting ready to go to sing in Germany um, with the Baden-Baden Festspielhaus. And they hired me to do this um, um, New Year's Eve concert. And I, I was looking at this contract and it said Sylvester Gala. And I was like, Sylvester Gala, what is that? You know, and it's spelled differently than my dad's name. It's S-I-L-V-E-S-T-E-R. His name was spelled S-Y-L-V-E-S-T-E-R. And so I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And I went to Dresden to finish. Uh, I was doing The Great Gatsby at the time. And cool. I went to Dresden to finish The Great Gatsby. And I was talking to Herr Rota, who was uh, working at the Dresden Simper Opera at the time. And he's like, hey, Angel, Angel, you're going to do the, the, the Sylvester Gala. That's great. You know, we love the Sylvester Gala. I'm like, what is this Sylvester Gala thing? What are these people talking about? So I'm like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not German. My aunt is German. My husband's family's German. But I didn't know anything about it. So I'm like, what is the Sylvester Gala? And so I asked him, I said, Herr Rota, I said, what is, what is the Sylvester Gala? He said, that is the St. Sylvester. St. Sylvester was a Pope oh. and St. Sylvester died on December 31st. My dad's name was Sylvester. He was a pastor. He died on December 31st. And up until that point, I had never wanted to sing in December because I'm a mess in December. I mean, I'm a hot, I'm a hot mess in December. It's just my dad's birthday was in, is in January. Um, so December and January, you know, you catch me on the wrong day. I might be like, you know, a little snappy. <laughs> Um, yeah, just because I'm missing him. I'm thinking of him. Um, and up until that point, I had not sung on in December. So when I found out that I was like, I'm definitely doing this gala. I'm going to do it in honor of my dad. I love and that. So I think that's a beautiful, I think yeah. that's really a beautiful story. I think that's some, there's something to that. I don't know what, but I, I find it fascinating. Well, I always think Things like that are like a hug. Like you just got to, yeah. you know, your dad hugged yeah. you and said, hey, hey, I love you. You're doing, yes. good. doing good, you know? Yes. Well, I think that that's a super high note to leave this on. I really do. Yes. And, and if you have maybe just a few minutes. Yes. You probably saw that we do rapid fire. Yes, have a drink. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for yes. rapid fire? <laughs> you want to start or shall I? Go ahead. Go, girl. Best beauty tip. Just be happy with yourself. Amen. Sorry. 
Hallelujah. I'm a former beauty queen. Yes. Be happy with yourself. And, and everybody else's opinion of you does not matter. Love yourself right where you are. Okay. Right where you are. Um, hashtag of the day. And I'm very upset that we did not talk about the beauty queen years. <laughs> okay. So you have to come on Screaming Divas again and talk about that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. What sound or noise do you love? Um, this is going to sound really weird and I hope he doesn't get mad at me. Oh, <laughs> my husband, my husband like sleeping or snoring or something. I like it. Sometimes, sometimes he snores right in my ear and I'm like, I'm awake, but he's right here next to me. I'm next to him. Yay. <laughs> you know, there's another singer on this planet, Joyce L. Coolery, who loves that sound. And because I have walked into rehearsal, I've slept like two hours. And it's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, my husband snores so loud, the walls vibrate, and I want to kill him. <laughs> oh, there, there might be sometimes just gentle nudges in the middle of the night. And he's like, oh, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> gentle? It's called a kick. <laughs> okay, three words that best describe you. Joyful. Thankful. Hmm. Curious. Curious. Yeah. Well, Curious. That's a good word. Um, okay. I would like, I would like to know, and Sandra was gonna get mad at me for asking this question, but I don't care. So what is your favorite curse word in any language? I'm so sorry, Agent. No, I curse. Are you kidding me? Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I learned how to drive in LA. Adam's funny. He said Shiza. You know he wants to be on the show, right? Shiza, Shiza. He wants to come on the show. He wants. To, he's he's so funny. But then he, he but then he's camera shy when I say, "Oh, come on, come on," and he's like, "No, no, 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 no." Oh, he's my husband. That's my husband. Yes. They're probably I, I, they're probably the same person. Like no, it. let's see. My favorite cuss word. Um, I do. That's the thing. I do say Shiza. I say it a lot. That's probably why he just Shiza. I'll be like, cause I'll be driving. I'll be like Shiza, and then you know, maybe I say that because people don't know. But I'm trying to think. Do I have, do I have a really like a real favorite one? Something that I use. I I would yeah. Excuse my language, Shiza, or or I'll say shit. Shit. I'll be like like when we were doing uh, Porgy and Bess. Actually, I was on the wrong side of the stage. <laughs> you know, you know, Susie Gomez, my my our our um. I love Susie, our, um, our, our dresser. dresser. Thank you. I was on the wrong side of the stage and Susie puts me in my place like that. I mean, Ooh, she doesn't, she does not care. She's like, and I, I have told her, I'm like, you know, let me know what's up. Please don't have me, you know, here acting crazy. And I was on the wrong side of the stage and she was like, Angel, what are you doing over here? You're not supposed to be over it's here. Like that. Come on to the other side. Of, come on. What are you doing? Crazy. You know, she's standing with me, like with this bottle of water. She's like, what are you doing? We're going to be late. And so that's I'm walking easy. and I'm like, I am so sorry. And, the, and she's like, what's the matter? And I had forgotten, like, Bess had a purse, left the purse on the other side of the stage, had to run over there. And I, and I said it out really loud. I was like, shit. And then <laughs> excuse my language. And the guy, the, one of the stage hands, he was like, okay, okay, okay. And so I knew I had said it really loudly, but it, you know, it, it you know, you get me on, on this on a certain day and, You'll get all kind of interesting words, and then I'll oh, be like, I'm so sorry that I apologize. Oh, oh, you know, uh, my grandmother was um, an immensely religious woman, 
Mm-hmm. And the first time I heard her cuss, which was the, that word shit, I was like, <gasps> like, oh my God, like, how did it? And she was like, listen up. Like, it's not ladylike to cuss, A, is what she said. But B, there's a but in there. But sometimes there is a well, there is a time for a well-placed word. And the only word that can really mean that is shit. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So that was her favorite cuss word. And I loved her for that. I loved her so much for that. So anyway, there you go. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, what, what is a song that always gets stuck in your head? Hmm. hmm. Uh, my, my stepson, um, he, he listens to this. What is that called that he listens to? It's like, it's, it's from one of his games. Oh, it's like Undertale or something. I don't know, like something he plays Roblox or something. And it's just, it's like, it's just always in my head. But I mean, nobody knows it. It's just, I hear it all the time because he's playing the game all the time. I know that we're asking you these questions and I keep like interjecting, but we, I've been editing a video for Isabel Leonard and we were talking about Sound of Music because she's going to sing Marie coming up. And awesome. I am not joking. I woke up this morning and I went, and I went up on a hill in a lonely <laughs> It has been in my mind all day, so much so that I made myself laugh, like doing the operatic version of it. Like I just started singing upon a hill as a lonely And my husband's like, what is going on? Here, you are a hot mess. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll edit that out. But I'm sorry, that is all in my head all day. It's that song. Okay. okay. Last question. Sure. Um, if heaven exists, what do you want to hear God say as you walk through the pearly gates? Ooh. Well, after cursing, I would hope that God would forgive me for cursing. Depending on, you know, if it was like, hopefully I wasn't cursing at someone. Mm. That happens when you're from Los Angeles and you're driving. Um, <laughs> you know, it does happen. Um, Oh, this is going to make me look like such a, it's going to make me seem crazy, but I, I do believe it. Uh, I do believe heaven exists. And I would like to hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Love and it. I would like to see my dad and my grandma yeah. and That's my mansion. Right. <laughs> does it have white pillars like mine does? I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I want, I want a nice big house where I can just, a big mansion where I can just enjoy eternity. You know, this is going to sound, this is totally weird. I was one time I was praying. I know this is probably going to sound crazy, but whatever. I'm a little weird anyway. I was praying one time and I was like, you know what? The Bible says that like, you'll get a mansion, you know? Okay. So I thought, I don't need a mansion. I can, I can live in my parents' house. You know, if it's, if, if we have mansions, you know, a mansion's really big. So I can live in my parents' mansion. I don't know how old I was when I was thinking this. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, wow, eternity's supposed to be like forever. And I thought, no, I can't live with my parents forever. I need my own mansion. <laughs> yes. It is. For, and you know what? It also has the all-you-can-eat buffet. Where yes. Hallelujah. No way. Hallelujah. Yes. So I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so love- much. Thank you. On the show. Really, it's great to see you. I'm glad Thank that you. you're happy. And healthy. Me too. Yeah, we are. We are very happy. Thank you for having me on this show. I'm. I'm really honored to be here with you, ladies. Oh, what are you talking about? We're honored to have you, and I, I love what you put out online and your joy and happiness that you're spreading. I think it's stuff that we need right now in this time. It's why we started these crazy shenanigans. 
So we could, you know, talk to our friends, talk to people we didn't know, we hadn't met yet, wanted to know about their lives and wanted to have some laughs and giggles along the way too. So, so I, I thank you for what you're doing and putting out there and um, thanks for coming on. And, uh, and I hope that we get to do it again. Yes, me too. And both of you, just so, just so I can say it, both of you are like my favorite Toscas and I've watched so much of your stuff online. I appreciate your artistry. I appreciate you as women. Um, I'm just really honored that you had me on, on today. Oh, Thank you so much. Oh, please. I'm having you. Thanks Thank for being here. Be well, and we'll see you soon, okay? Okay. Yeah, look forward to it. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.